Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the rest of the year in terms of game releases. I mean, we're getting down to the wire, Chris. Yeah, I mean, so this, I mean, we're recording this on December 1st, and so uh, there is exactly 31 days in uh, this year, um, and, and there's opportunity each one of those days for games to release. <laughs> we're going to talk about 31 games! <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about those, and we'll also kind of talk about, like, the beginning of uh, 2022, like, what's coming out, but I yeah. uh, just kind of wanted to give a picture of um, the rest of the year and what... Uh, people can expect to happen this month in terms of game releases as we move toward Christmas and uh, maybe they want to spend their hard-earned cash on one of these games instead of something that's already been released yeah, for yeah. a gift we, or something. We're going to do it all to the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, um, what? No. Oh, you're with it in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Just. See, here's here's the thing, John. <laughs> so I was, so we have a problem and we can talk about it on the air. Oh, no. Um, What's the problem? <laughs> well, right now, so our podcast is not on Spotify. Ooh, that is a problem. Yeah, uh, and so I started like going through the motions to get us on Spotify uh, a, a couple weeks ago, and then realized that um, we use commercial music in our in our episodes whenever we're talking about reviewing something, you know, mm. and we and we comment on it, and I mean theoretically that is fair use of that song Correct. if we are except uh there's just the headache of spotify they have like they they do what, what youtube does now where they um the uh, algorithms scan, yeah they scan every podcast that gets uploaded for commercial music and if you don't have the license for it uh they take down your whole show um forever and, <laughs> well until you fix it and so mm. We could try it and, uh, you know, like see how many episodes they flag and then take down those episodes Yeah, specifically, which, you know, I don't know. We run the risk of that being every movie review. It pretty uh, much know? would be, except uh, I'm not sure how the algorithm would work uh, I know. because of like... Because of like you're talking over it, that sort of thing, a lot of times, and so and, like uh, it largely does not matter. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's just back there. So anyway, uh, I, we may just you know who I, we hadn't talked about it together yet. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had failed to bring it up, um, but uh, I mean maybe we try it and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Worst case yeah. that happens is we end up not on Spotify, which we aren't on Spotify now anyway. Yeah, I so. mean, and that's the thing is like if they just pull the individual episodes, it's like we could like still have you know, 420 or something like that. Like maybe they only flag 20 or 30 or 40 or even a hundred uh, episodes <laughs> and they pull those individual episodes. I would be curious to know how many they would actually pull. Oh, me too. Um, we don't have to talk about this on the air anymore. It's a but, long time. You know, it's a long time. Yeah. We're going to move on. Chris, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> My goodness. Um, all right. So, uh, so this week I've just, I've been, um, Really just enjoying the the final throws, the last days, if you will, of Warzone as we know it. It's been uh, the same map for, I mean, the basically basic same map for two years now. Mm -hmm. And um, it's uh, getting ready to change. 
and switch over to the new Vanguard map. They just released it today, like where, where you have like a, just a view of the map. It's uh, the new map is an island, which is interesting. Uh, no more hiding up in the hills with our backs against the forest. There's beaches everywhere. So um, that's interesting to me. Uh, there's a lot of like interesting. When we can talk about it once we once it comes out. I don't have to belabor it, but I've just been, I've been enjoying going back in and um, and playing uh, uh, Warzone um, and just kind of uh, reminiscing, you know, strolling around the map, <laughs> looking at all of my favorite places. <laughs> that's where I got the one win. That's where <laughs> yeah. I got that other win. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And that's the only thing about the the way that they're handling that, and I guess like the way that Fortnite handles things is like if you ever wanted to go back and like and and do it again, you just couldn't like after a certain point. Like if they just completely get rid of it. So I always question that, like whether it's Destiny or whether it's uh, it's Fortnite or whether it's out now uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Like whenever something permanently changes. And if you can't like access the previous thing, I'm just always like a little bummed or like a little like, man, that's like, that seems just not like that, like a book, a chapter inside of a book doesn't ever change. You know, <laughs> it's, you can always go back and reread that book and it'll be the same. But like video games, it's like you go back and play that thing. It may not be the same at all. So, um, I don't know. It's just a, it's just an odd, unique thing about video games uh, versus almost any other type of medium, you know, media. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that before. We're like, you know, you can't go back and play the original version of Destiny, you know, for example, sure. or you can't, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to go back and play the original um, map in Fortnite. And yeah. um, then that was true, you know, like by you know a few seasons in in Fortnite, you know, they sure. changed the map so much that like you couldn't uh experience the that game the way it was which is you know it's crazy it's it's weird you know it's like you it's almost unheard of you know mm -hmm. that we wouldn't be able to like go back and you know play the first level of of super mario brothers you know like yeah yeah that's that's the level where we're, that's what we're talking about you know for sure and it's like and you know that's that would be so, so sad, you know, to not yeah. be able to play this previous thing that like so many people worked on and that you spent so many hours enjoying. And that, like, I, mean, I feel the know. same way about Destiny, you know, yeah. like, the original version of Destiny. I can remember, you know, all the little quirks about it. And I mean, it just like does not exist the same way anymore. And yeah. uh, that's weird to me, you know, like mm -hmm. that's that experience exists only in our memories. Mm hmm. And I guess, like, I guess there have been some things that, like, exist that way, like theatrical releases of movies that, like, don't get released on uh, DVD or, or Blu-ray or whatever in the same format. But, like, you generally can find, like, some bootleg version of it somewhere, you know? Um but like, yeah, like, or, or for instance, like the, uh, as much as George Lucas does not want us to see the original cut of, of Star Wars, it exists out there somewhere. Oh, it's somewhere. We're going to see it one day. <laughs> It'll happen. It's in the vault somewhere. Um, but like, yeah, it's it, it, like you can't on these live service games, especially competitive live service games. It's not like somebody's like ripped the server somewhere and you can just like, oh, let's let's play a round of original Fortnite. It's just strange, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to, John? Man, so I feel like I've just been basically doing the same thing. We'll talk about one thing that I've been doing um, or did over the weekend, the long weekend, um, in a minute in Pick of the Week. But uh, I've basically just been playing playing uh, Apex and playing Forza Horizon 5. Like I saw in Forza Horizon 5 the next season, like the next set of seasons. So we've gone through... Um, if you were playing pre-release, you've gone through all four seasons, but if you didn't play pre-release, you've gone through three next week is, is, uh, the final season before we start like another round of seasons. Yeah. Here, here's my question, John. So yeah. like, um, and I was talking, uh, with, uh, Fulton who's been on the, uh, the show before about this, uh, when we get back to the original, like the first season again, are like, can you, does your progress continue like toward for instance, like we, you and I both got the, uh, the, uh, what should I call it? The car, the, yes. Um, in the season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The for De- DeLorean, the DeLorean. Yeah. Sorry. Couldn't think of it for some reason. I kept yeah. thinking back to the future, but, um, we both got the, the DeLorean, but we didn't get the other car. I don't mm-hmm. think, or at least I didn't. I did. I did. But yeah. when you come back around to it, is your like, can you still make progress toward that? Or does that like reset? Do you That's know? a good question because they have in there, they have a detailed season or like, so they have series one and series two that are, are like, you can look at like now and series one is what we're in and series two is what's coming up. And so you have like a preview of what's happening uh, in the next like round, but I don't know if that is um, if that includes like this the same cars and then also these other ones, or like if it's linear like that, or if it's literally just like okay, if you if you didn't get the Delorean that time, we're gonna have a different way for you to get it next time or something like it'll show up somewhere else. But like. Yeah, it's a good question. I do know in Series 2, on the detail of, like, hey, here's what's coming in for Season 2, they're going to do Christmas decorations around the map, like holiday decorations and everything. Um, and there's going to be, like, something specific to the stadium. Uh, it's going to be, like, an ice rink uh, thing in in the stadium there. So it is going to be, like, an update. Like, that, that was the kind of details for Series 2. It didn't say what the like prizes or anything like that were, so mm-hmm. I don't know if the DeLorean will be back. Um, it would be a shame if you couldn't get the DeLorean just like moving forward or something. Um, but I mean, I guess you could always grab it on auction. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, that would actually make it pretty rare then if you couldn't, you know. Sure. If it was only the people who got it in the first season, which, but I, I mean, again, I mean, we talked, we were just talking about you know Fortnite and um, Destiny and. Um, Warzone. I mean, there's skins and stuff like that in those games that, like, you could only get if you were around for season whatever, and you could never get again. You know, so like, sure, sure. And so I feel like they would probably bring it back in, like, oh, you can spend Forzathon points on it, or you know, just like some other event, like down the line. I imagine they they would bring those things back, those exclusive cars, if uh, or. Maybe you're right. Maybe it will like come back around to and it'll like, oh, here's the you can get the DeLorean again this this time. So um, I am interested to see how the seasons all get work out and go. I have gotten every car so far. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get this week's because like there was a I'm pretty far away from the second car this week. And there's not just there's not a ton that I'm like 
itching to do of the new seasonal stuff. I'm kind of just like playing some uh, some fun races and doing you know chipping away at the campaign and things like that, the different story missions and everything. So still loving my time with it, dude. But uh, but it's just like this season, it wasn't like oh yeah, great. I really want to do those four championships. Um, so it's I've just done like a couple of them and then you know gotten that first car. So um, the th- interesting thing to me is. I wasn't wrong. Like, so the first season that you kind of joined on, it's that first season that everyone experienced if they got there on launch day and not the pre-launch window. Um, Summer season, there's a lake in one portion of the map. And then, but in the dry season, which is winter and spring, I believe, uh, there is no lake there. (laughs) It's literally just like a bunch of like mud and like it's, it's, it's uh, very cool because there is actually a sign that is out there um, that you couldn't get to before would be underwater in uh, the wet season. That's crazy. So yeah, very cool stuff. um, As far as like the changes go of the map and it's very subtle kind of things, which I I appreciate versus the just drastic change that was in Forza Horizon 4 of like snow where it's like, oh man, if you don't like driving in snow, I guess you're not going to play at all this week. So um, but this, this one is, is a little bit more subtle than that, which is very cool. So anyway, uh, just been playing that, man. That's, that's what I've been up to this week. That's awesome. Well, um, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the, uh, all the rest of the games that are coming out this year and a little bit beyond, but first pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John. So when we were prepping for this episode, we both realized that uh, separate from one another, we had the same pick of the week. That's right. And it was very so, funny because I was trying. I was like, "Oh, what's my pick? What's a pick? What's a pick?" And then I, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's what we're about to say." And you were like, "That's mine too." So yeah, yeah. So um, our pick of the week this week is the new Beatles documentary on Disney Plus, directed by Peter Jackson, uh, called "Get Back," and uh, it. Um, it covers the creation of their final studio uh, recording before they broke up as a band. Um, and uh, it uh, Peter Jackson sifted through, I think it's, what was it, 90 hours? 90 or 60 hours of video. I, I think it was, was like 57 hours. hours and then okay, 150 so. hours or something like that of audio. So it was yeah, like there's so. a bunch of video and then a, even more audio. Yeah, so like 60 hours of video and uh, 150 hours of audio. And... Um, it's really unique in in the sense that it's a documentary. There's no like narration. There's no like sit down interviews. It is so far in the first uh, episode. Um, it's not like people looking back at like we made these decisions because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong because you're further through it than I am. No, no, um, that's, that, that plays out through the like. So I'm I'm midway through the entire thing. So I'm halfway through the second uh, episode. Yeah, and I, I finished the first episode, but like it's very unique in that. It's literally just like they've chronologically put all this together um, and into kind of succinct like story arcs for these episodes um, of the the creation of this album and and um, I don't want to you know get too spoilery but like I mean you could if you know anything about the Beatles like the the end of their um, of their tenure as a band was you know pretty rocky and there were some um, definite. Uh, um, conflict between different members of the, of the band and um, all that's kind of played out. And I think the, the thing that um, is like the most special and unique and interesting to see for me is just like 
the creative process that they were going through and just kind of seeing the beginnings of how they would come up with these iconic songs that we know. Like, mm-hmm. there's, you know, in the first episode, there's several sections where that's happening, but like, you know, there's a section where uh, you're listening to a, um, two people literally ramble on about almost nothing, but in the background, uh, Paul McCartney's back there on the piano playing like the first like few chords and kind of like the chord progression for Let It Be. And then he kind of like starts saying like, some nonsense, you know, kind of lyrics with it. And it was, it's just like, what? You know, this is like the yeah. beginnings of one of the best songs of all time. And it's, it, mm-hmm. it, that re- replays itself so much. It's just like, it's just wild, dude. Yeah. And it gives context to things that were like released, like in bootleg fashion uh, before, where like some of the recordings, like the, uh, the protest song kind of lyrics of uh, of of get back like it, it kind of like contextualizes a lot of those uh, recordings that like I had heard before where it was like oh yeah there's this you know secret recording of like it's the called the Commonwealth that they record and it's basically just like a jam session um, with like uh, with with you know kind of protest lyrics. Um, and it's just a cool thing to have, like where it gives this level of of uh, of of context to things that I never really had context for before. And it makes me feel like so odd that a lot of these songs were generated at the same time. Like like get back. Let it be long and winding road, like all mm-hmm. of these massive, like yep. some of the best of the best songs uh, created. Across the universe, yeah, across the universe. Oh man, dude, and it's like <laughs> they're uh, they're like for across the album of like Let It Be and Abbey Road, like they were the these songs were written and and kind of came to life and came with form and like they bring in, um, you know all the different elements of like what did each each kind of member contribute to each thing and like what was happening uh whenever that was was going on and like it just it's three weeks like you know this like this documentary is like you know three or four weeks of it's like a month of their lives and it's like obviously they they had some of these ideas you know before they came in but like not to the form that they are in whenever it finishes here or whenever they finally record them um so it's just fascinating, dude, to to get this glimpse into the creative process uh, of the Beatles. <laughs> so strange, man. Yeah, you mentioned the like get back. So I think the thing that was like the most fascinating about like the way that they wrote that was so like pretty early on in the first episode, like they are they they start they're playing the song and they're singing lyrics to it, and it sounds pretty like finished or not finished, but it sounds like they are at least working off of something, and then they kind of start incorporating those like uh, protest lyrics. And so again, you kind of think, okay, they, they're dialing this in, but then like later on, toward the end of the first episode, yep. like whenever um, uh, they are kind of like almost practicing at full band for real, and John uh, is needing to sing back up and harmonies to Paul, and then you see Paul be like, okay, uh, write this down, and they're literally literally writing down <laughs> that he's like, this is what we've been, I, this is what I've been singing. And yeah. like r- writing down the lyrics and you're like, holy crap, that wasn't even written yeah. down. It's just in his head before. Right, right. Good grief. 
and then like so it's fascinating like going from that episode into the second one like they they um at one point they meet in that episode i think with a with their publishing uh person oh, that was in the first episode yeah the, yeah, the publisher yeah. Dick, and in the second Dick, episode uh... someone has now from the publishing company has typed up whatever <laughs> the in progress lyrics that they were working on at that moment that they had just like verbally told this uh publishing person one, i think there's that one dude mel he was yeah. writing down lyrics at one point. And so, like, basically, they gave those to the publishing company. They type them up, and then they give them to them. And now they're, like, making – like, they're still changing them, like, at that point after somebody has, like, taken the time to type <laughs> them on a typewriter. And, like, they're Hilarious. making copies of them for, for print and stuff. So, dude, it's just a – it's a fascinating look. I also think – like so, get back specifically. There, like the the inception of that was um, like, as I was watching, because it flashes up. It goes, "What's about to happen is one of the like about to be created is like one of the you know most iconic songs of all time." And then it it's it's because John was late for practice that day. And and Paul is sitting there like jamming out on his bass, and Ringo and and uh, George are sitting on the on the drum stand, and he like literally just comes up with the fur like the the part of it like the the hook while he's playing bass, and they are all like they all start like kind of like singing and jamming together. It's just such a fascinating, amazing glimpse at like. I don't know, man. It's like this is like they had no idea even at the time that this was going to be this gigantic thing. And right. uh, to be able to look back with that knowledge in retrospect and be like, man, that's that song. <laughs> well, like, I mean, the thing that I mean, I think I said about said this about um, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, uh, The Last Dance. Like the thing that is mind blowing to me is that this footage has been sitting around for 50 years and yeah. no one's done anything with it. It's like. It, a is like wow, man. That is like that is wild. B, what an undertaking to have to sift through that much mm-hmm. content and figure out what is the story here mm-hmm. out, out of this. This um, how do we tell in a succinct way the story of what happened and then in a very yeah. entertaining way as well. What are the important pieces? What are the not important pieces? Like again, back to what I referenced before, the fact that they're pulling. If you just straight up just listen without knowing the Beatles or knowing the context to that random conversation whenever um, Paul's playing Let It Be for the first time in the background, not knowing what you're actually listening for, like you're just going to be like, man, this is a stupid conversation. This is not worth it. But when you realize what's happening in the background, you're like, oh, man, this is crazy. And so like it's just a a huge undertaking. And then it it makes me think like if the – you know, those types of things, you know, all that footage with the bulls. For the last dance, you know, sat around for the past twenty-five years. It's like, okay, uh, what other things and footage is out there about this kind of historical pop culture stuff mm-hmm. that one day either will be made into a documentary, could be made into a documentary, or maybe won't even see the light of day, which would be yeah. a huge shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in in talking about like film and magnetic tape and like all this, like with the uh, I think it was uh, the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, whenever they they found those masters uh, for Elton John, um, it was like being stored in some like really humid uh, storage facility outside of a studio. And it was like they basically identified that they were going to be able to make this transfer, but they only had one transfer. 
of mm. this like it was literally going to disintegrate on the other side of being able to oh make a transfer gosh. of this tape and so they you know they set it all Scary up dude and then hit the buttons you know hit the record and hit the like transfer button and it's like all right well we'll get what we get and like that's and you know that'll happen eventually to some of this stuff if it's not like oh, totally being, being you know because obviously like film has a shelf life and this is gorgeously restored um which would be another undertaking of just like restoring all of this uh film yeah and, and coloring it yeah dude like yeah, making sure that everything was accurate and looked, the, you know, good. Um, it's they take it basically. I imagine it was full screen before, and they like frame it and uh, you know, pan and scan style, style kind of thing to make it widescreen. It's gorgeous. It's such a cool um, thing to look at. I mean, it was probably, it was probably, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was probably. It probably wasn't full sc- full full frame uh, um, film. Like they were shooting back then. They would shoot For a wide movie. Wide, yeah, for a movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're this right. wouldn't be this wouldn't have been like television film. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like right. Um, yeah, now yeah, that that makes sense. And that, like that, and that's the other thing. Like, Even thirty five millimeter, they were shooting widescreen back then. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. This was supposed to be like originally it was supposed to be like a single documentary, like a one, like a like a movie. And true to Peter Jackson form, he convinced him to make it three <laughs> three hour <laughs> movies. And I'm you glad know, he th- did. In this case, I, in this case, I'm glad he did. Yeah. The Hobbit, not so much, but <laughs> this documentary, yeah. he did a good thing. Yeah. Um, original Lord of the Rings did a good thing. You know, it was great. Um, the yeah. uh, the other thing, the last thing I think I wanted to say about um, about all this was uh, there's the so they have different you know there's different people who are involved like the director the video director that they have his name's Michael man uh, he is in this documentary. And um, if I was going to blame one person for the breakup of the Beatles, I think I'd blame it on him. Oh, dude, he's Just, so manipulative. He's so mani- and oh. so annoying. Like they're oh, they dude. are literally it's the 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 Beatles. Okay, yeah. are sitting there and they are like going at it being like you know like fighting basically and he's he's just over in the corner being like i think it would really be a shame for the fans if you uh couldn't come together and make this we're like just shut up michael (laughs) like you're making it worse (laughs) so on on a side note like it was like for 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 him being a manipulative like he really really wanted to do this show in a specific place yeah, in uh, it's uh, Wherever, in Tripoli. Uh, yeah, but like uh, he really wanted that, yeah, and then like, and in then Libya. in the fir- day one, Paul is like, <laughs> Paul is like, we're not gonna do that. Ringo doesn't want to do yeah. it. Day two, he's literally in the corner whispering to Ringo and being like, you know, we should really go abroad to do this, <laughs> yeah. you know, Dude. and basically like undermines the entire like unity of the band like yes. in in numerous occasions to get something that he wants. I, I don't, I don't Dude, know it's why. So weird. I don't understand. And no one wants to do it. Yeah. But he's just like, this is this is the like thing. I'm like, bro, like just get out of the way, dude. Like this is not, man. That's it's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, like it for him, like I would assume like introducing this drama, like there, there's a conflict of interest because like introducing all of this drama is essentially like a reality show, uh, like director causing conflict among the reality oh, show contestants 100%. because this just makes well, his documentary better. If they're all at conflict. Yes, that's what I don't man. Cause there, there's some random things he says to Linda, um, when they're sitting there and he'll, he's, you know, he'll, he, they'll, he says, you know, like some things just about like individual beetles and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is, he's 
being so weird about yeah. it all. And he's just being a jerk. Like he's just being mean and mean about other people like behind their backs. And it's like, oh man, this guy just feels really like, ooh, I don't know. Uh, in the first episode, when he comes up with code names for them all, and uh, Ringo is Russia, uh, I think John was France. Um, I don't know, but why did they? Why, hey, did, why did they need code yeah, names? Yeah, why do you have code are, names for them? <laughs> are we in middle school? Like I don't, I don't know what's happening here. Like, oh, dude, hundred percent the worst character in this documentary yeah yeah well and then i like so i'm just flabbergasted so many times by like so every single break they had within this like every lunch someone came to talk to them whether it was publishing whether it was like their record label uh people came like he comes over and like is trying to and, and then literally somebody like will st- sit there and like have conversations with him about business stuff and then they'll be like so we'll talk to you tomorrow at lunch, to, you know, again tomorrow. <laughs> and then they'll be like, all right, sure, yeah. you know. And so it's just like, it's just a nonstop barrage of, of stuff. Right. And they created these songs in the midst of that, you know? That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm getting at. We're like, okay, when he's saying, this is my specific vision, you know, like, I want to be in this place and it needs to be at night, torch lit, like that kind of stuff. Like that whole thing, none of that is about the Beatles. It's all about you and your vision for something yep. that you like and you're just leeching onto the Beatles to make it happen like that's what I have an issue with you yeah know? because at one point I think he even says or uh, one of them one of, one of the people that talks to them says well if you if you say you want that like people will like the people will basically move move heaven and earth to get it done and it's, and he knows that and he knows that yeah because it's like it's just it yeah. comes with this unlimited budget and this unlimited um, scope if they decide they want it and so they're the barrier for for someone else's dream and uh it's just a odd dynamics at play i did think at one point um there was a uh there was a, a part where before they got the recording gear in there when they were talking about like how can we get our hands on and convince someone to get us an eight track and so they're talking about like how much you know like they need emi to pay for it and like who's gonna who's gonna have the budget for it are they gonna have to pay i'm like I'm th- sitting here thinking like it's the beatles like they need to give them whatever they want <laughs> like just come just give them an eight track like come on <laughs> it's a little ridiculous the beatles are sitting here being like how are we gonna pay for this it gets i'm excited for you to get to the second the second uh oh no second episode <laughs> it all like the, the the epic of the uh recording equipment continues no oh, no that's even worse <laughs> It's good. Oh uh, but I also think like just for context for people like at the time, like consoles weren't what they are today where like today it's like, oh, yeah, you, you need like 300 tracks. A console can do that. You know, we can we can record 300 yeah. tracks. But like at, back then it was like people were literally building these things, which is what they talk about. Like with uh, I think they call them like Magic Alex. Um, oh, yeah. Magic. It's his name, he's the only guy who has like a uh, a nickname in his title yeah. and his ma- I love magic. It. Dude, I Alex. love it. I was like, this guy is amazing. Well, because he looks, he's just like this real buttoned up, nerdy looking dude. You're like Magic Alex, man. Well, and then he's got it all together. And then like he's literally just like building he's got the juice. He's building recording equipment, like which is which is how like it happened. Like that's that's like the story of like all classic equipment that we look at yeah. today, and we're like, oh my goodness, that's amazing and vintage. It's all because because like the circuitry and like the the you know there was electrical engineers being like I wonder if I could just like 
just smash these two devices together if 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 putting this resistor here would be a good sound you know and like nowadays we kind of know like we have like the rule book but they were literally just writing all of the rule books at that point and making so many mistakes in doing so yeah (laughs) the um what was i gonna say there was something else that popped into my head when you when you were talking about that um oh man ah what was it (laughs) <laughs> what were you saying right before magic Alex? <laughs> i don't know that's a good question um uh i was saying that the uh i mean that's they uh were creating it like none of this had been done before blah 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 um, mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i can't think of it anyway uh yeah like th- i mean this is this is uh one of my favorite documentaries so far um i mean and and, and i love documentaries like it's i mean it's a uh, it, it's definitely um unique in that space sure. and i i love what it's doing i love that it's just kind of like raw look at it i love what it does for like yeah the the tech nerdy like people that are like hey how do they actually make this happen and then there's like for the creative like songwriting side you're seeing how that's happening you're seeing a lot of the business stuff some of the like um behind the scenes drama pieces um it's just it's really great and uh um it's again. It's, it just blows me away that this stuff is is there and has been sitting there for so long, and we finally get to watch a narrative built out of it. Yeah, and like you don't just have to like piece together. We're like, well, why does why does this random like bootleg track exist of like the you know specifically right. I'm talking about like Commonwealth. Like that was one that was like that's been like run around like s- various like circles forever and it's like and a lot of times people get the context wrong yeah, yeah it's like i've heard people like talk about it as if it's not a parody and it's like oh no this is like a this is like satire you know <laughs> so yeah yeah interesting man it's fascinating to see all the context in this definitely i know uh check it out if you're a fan of uh beatles music recording um oh this, this is what i was gonna say okay uh i have a tip john for everyone who's gonna watch it though okay uh, I got probably we got I, so I was probably like maybe a quarter of the way through the first episode. And I'm like I have to start this over. Um, number one, it's like you have to be super engaged with it. This is not a passive uh, viewing experience. And also, I would encourage uh, anyone to turn on the um, subtitles. This is yeah. why sometimes there's subtitles when things are really incoherent mm-hmm. and when they want to make sure you hear something, but the rest of the time it's not. And I'll, and for much of this. They're talking over music while it's playing. They're talking over mm-hmm. each other. And so, like, with the subtitles, it will have both people talking with their names. So, you know, who's saying what. And nice. And then you'll be able to read both things that are being said at the same time. So, like, uh, you can actually make sense of what's happening and the kind of the two conversations that are going on. Um, it's a di- I, I am never really, honestly, one to say uh, turn subtitles on something like that or, or just a movie in general. Um, I don't, yeah. I just don't like them. But in this case, man, it just helped, really helped to understand exactly what was happening and who was saying what, you know, cause like these characters, like, like the, the, the film director, Michael, and like this dude named Mel, who's like, just kind of comes in and out, um, uh, magic Alex, you see their name once, but then it's hard to like figure out who's it's act, okay. That's Mel talking in the background, yeah of this other shot later on. And so, but and so the, the subtitles just really give context for that. So that's my big, yeah. like pro tip. I would, I had, it, it, it enhanced my viewing experience like tenfold. Well, especially the first day, the audio is terrible. Oh um, yeah. It's because before they, I don't like, know, mics the, are just super far away. 
yeah, the film crew had, doesn't have microphones set up. And like, there's other times whenever the microphones, like whenever they finally do start getting set up with the microphones and stuff. And that's all, um, it's all like, it gets better as it goes, but yeah. And then like uh, specifically like, those microphones, like a lot of times, like the proximity effect, like makes people's voices sound the same. Like right. somebody who's closer, it'll like make their voice sound, you know, bassier than if they were further away. And so like whenever they then later on are further away or like, I don't recognize that person's voice, right. you know? So yeah. So yeah, well, and, that's and, a and good, it, that's a really good tip. And they're like, yeah, they're talking over each other in like, different types of british accents and it's just like okay what is i can't my brain can't make out these three different conversations that are happening right without reading them so also i'm gonna get, get a t-shirt that says it's all michael's fault <laughs> <laughs> well there was an article so uh so there's an interview slash are article writing articles that, about that <laughs> no 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 that oh, okay. uh that that paul mccartney uh did like a couple of weeks ago actually and it talked about how he like he knew that everybody was going to blame him for you know breaking up the beatles and stuff he was like oh there's more things at play blah 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 and literally what he should have said in there was like it's like yeah it's this guy named michael yeah <laughs> hey uh you're gonna see this guy named michael and uh he's a jerk <laughs> he's, the, he's the one that really did it you know? he's Dude, oh my gosh! Everyone, you're gonna know whenever you watch this thing. People are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I see it now." <laughs> <laughs> so eye-opening. Oh, oh my goodness! Well, that's our pick of the week. Uh, it's called "Get Back" on Disney Plus. All right, John. Main segment time. That should have been our main. That was segment. that was we're like talking. as big as a main segment. <laughs> but we yeah. haven't even finished it, Chris. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, I know, dude. I mean, that's, that, that, but that's how, again, like, there's been some really good things lately. Like, you know, Dune, like, after you, I watched Dune, just, like, really stuck with me. The, yeah. uh, after I watched the first episode of, of this documentary, it really stuck with me. Like, yeah. there's been some really good things, that, like, cool things that have come out recently that um, I feel like, honestly, are kind of, like, iconic kind of pieces. And the, the last thing I think that has done that for me in media was... Um, the Last Dance, like you know, that came out what three years ago now, maybe mm-hmm. four years. Um, and uh, and so like it's nice to kind of like experience that um, again uh, with, with some of this stuff. Um, so games that are coming out this year. Um, this is I, I'm gonna I'm going to uh, use as a source. It's a an article on IGN called uh, biggest. No, video game release dates, biggest games of 2021 and beyond. Um, and we're just going to kind of look at um, December and into the first part of of uh, 2022 and jump, uh, organize it uh, according to console. And so really the the, the purpose, I th- the reason I wanted to um, kind of go through this is just like, okay, cool. Like, I feel like there's been a, it's been a hot second since we kind of gave an update of like, okay, where are we in the gaming landscape and yeah. what's happening and what's releasing because there's been so many kind of like release dates pushed and not and uh, what I mean you and I are kind of both on the same page with like almost everything right now like things get moved around so much that's like okay I don't really even care really unless it's like imminent you know yeah. this is about to come out so these are all about to come out so like um, we can kind of talk about anything that we uh, think is a uh, something that we want to uh, highlight so for December of this year for PS4 and PS5. These are the games that are coming out. Solar Ash on December 2nd. Chorus on December 3rd. Final Fantasy 14 Online Endwalker, December 7th. Among Us, December 14th. 
Eterna Noctis, December 15th. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, December 16th. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, Definitive Edition, Physical, December 17th. Although I thought, I think I saw today that they're delaying those physical oh, dude. Uh, releases because the uh, the game is, it needs to be patched. Dude, the, the bugs of the in the yeah. within those games are are staggering. Have you did you see the one? It's hilarious. It's a hilarious bug. But did you see the one people were posting that in one of them if you waggle your car left and right, so like swerve like left and right and swing it left and right, your car gets bigger slowly <laughs> over time. And <laughs> oh so if you do this enough, literally you'll end up being like as wide as the entire road. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's insane! It's a hilarious bug. Oh my gosh! But yeah, <laughs> no. So I started playing. Um, I don't know uh, San Andreas mm. uh, because it's it's on um, Game Pass right now. Right, right. Um, and it's good. I haven't really experienced any. I, the the only thing that I will say that I'm like this is just weird is like the like the tar- dark scenes and night scenes. It's just so dark. I can't tell what's. Ha- I can't mm. see it. Um, do you and that's, have? Uh, that, here's a question for you, Chris. So that one yeah. is not the same as the, the version that's in the the definitive edition or whatever. It's not. Yeah, it is. is it the same? Yeah. Okay. So like, well, because these download these download you buy the definitive edition, they download as individual games. I see. But, it's, it, but the so the the Game Pass only has one. It's San Andreas Definitive Edition that you you can play that on Game Pass for free. Interesting. Um, so anyway, so have you, have you checked on, uh, HDR? Like if you have auto HDR, if you turn it to off, maybe it'll be a little bit better. I didn't um, try that. I should try that. With oldish, older games, sometimes those backwards compatible things, it, it will, the auto HDR will be a well, little this wonky. Is not, but. This is remastered. This is not even backwards compatible. Like I'm, what I'm saying is this is a, it's a bug. That's a known bug ah. where like dark scenes look really dark. Ah. Like you just can't see. What's going on? Yeah, I also and I don't even know if it's a bug. That's just not 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 well not a well done remaster. Right, that's the thing. Like some of the the so with these remasters as well as some of the stuff on Switch. So whenever Switch did the N sixty four games like uh, Ocarina of Time and stuff like that, they like increased the render distance. But but because of the way that those games were designed back in the day, the fog of the render distance like limitation actually like they used it as effects where it's like oh yeah, yeah. it just like looks like a haze on the city or whatever. Right. And right. like whenever you remove that, it just looks wonky, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so out of that list for for December on PS5 and PS4, like nothing really stands out to me as like, hey, this is a, a game that I'm just like, I don't even remember what Solar Ash and Chorus are. Do you, dude? I I remember the visuals of Solar Ash, but I have no idea about the gameplay of it. So, um, let's move on for December to Nintendo Switch. So, uh, if uh, starting in December 2nd, Daikaru Agents of Sakurtani. Uh, Big Brain Ac- Academy, Brain vs. Brain, comes out December 3rd. Danganronpa Decadence comes out December 3rd. Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition comes out December 3rd. Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX comes out December 9th. Nice. And Eterna Noctis comes out December 15th. What is Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition? That is a port of a DS game, but I think this is the sequel to it or something like that. But it's a port of a DS game um, where you basically, uh, it's like a like an Animal Crossing style uh, game where you're like, you know, you do little mini games and you and you build your, uh, your co- you get costumes and like, it's just a, it's, it's a fun little 
romp with uh with the disney characters and ip which is which is cool it's just again being a port of like a 3ds game it's like ah interesting um nothing on that list really sticks out to me as well uh most of the the nintendo games have already like hit and come out like metro dread and like there's some fantastic games they have but it's just uh it's they've already happened yeah uh xbox one and xbox series x and s uh chorus comes out december sorry december 3rd halo infinite december 8th eternal noctis december 15th among us december 16th uh the gunk december 16th dude exciting again on here's grand theft auto the trilogy definitive edition on the 17th that's <laughs> not happening shredders is uh it says, still says tba for december so who knows for that interesting um so honestly, uh, well, I guess we can go through PC games as well for December. Solar Ash, December 2nd. Final Fantasy 14 Online and Walker, December 7th. Uh, Halo Infinite, December 8th. Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX, December 8th. Eternal Noctis, December 15th. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, December 16th. The Gunk, December 16th. Anvil, TBA. Hmm. Um, I'll just kind of go through these. Um, uh, the rest of these for next year. Um, the only one on Xbox, sorry, that I'm super pumped about is uh, Halo Infinite. Yeah, well, the Gunk as well. The Gunk is the uh, is going to hit Game Pass. Oh yeah, we talked about that one a few weeks ago. Yeah, it looks really that good. Cool. So some uh, in the first uh, first basically first quarter of next year. Here's here's what's coming to uh, to PS to PlayStation. So uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection January second, Rainbow Six Extraction January twentieth. Life is Strange Remastered Collection, February 1st. Why is that in there twice? Weird. Must be maybe for PS4, PS5, mm. different release dates. Dying Light 2, Stay Human, for uh, February 4th. Sifu, February 8th. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires, February 15th. King of Fighters 15, February 17th. Horizon Forbidden West, there we go, for February 18th. Dude, going to be a huge Destiny release for them. 2, Oh yeah, Destiny Two: The Witch Queen, February twenty-two. Is that a new? That's a new expansion. Yeah, new expansion. As a side note, all of the Destiny expansions are leaving Game Pass uh, this no. week. Um, so, what, it, is, what does that mean? That John? means you have to buy them. Um, oh no! So like the main game will be on there, but like you'll have to buy the the expansions and stuff like that. Actually, yeah. I think they're on sale right now, or they were for. Mm, they probably aren't any. No. The, no, they aren't anymore for Black Friday. But are those deals uh, there until the first of the year? Usually, there's like Christmas deals. Yeah, I think I think them. I don't think those are like those will probably end in a week or so, like or at the end of November, okay. maybe. Maybe they're already done, Chris. I don't know. They could already be done. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Monarch February twenty second. Elden Ring February twenty fifth. Dude, people are so pumped about that. It looks so pumped. Open world looks good. I just really just don't like uh, the difficulty spikes of uh, of Souls games, so I don't know. Agreed. Uh, Evil Dead, the game, February, uh, sometime in February. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 coming out March 4th. Uh, I think that's the first Gran Turismo in a long time. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, March 18. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, March 25th. And Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS5 uh, in March sometime. Nice. The uh, PlayStation mentioning Gran Turismo that makes me like, I uh, I was 
I guess they had Drive Club. I've, I've wondered, like, did oh, they didn't even yeah. have a Gran Turismo last? Uh, I don't think they did. Last they, gen. Yeah, Drive Club was what they went all like all in on. Yeah, interesting. And then they had Drive Club VR, and that was pretty pretty uh, interesting. So, yeah, uh, for Nintendo, Pokemon Legends. Arceus comes out January 28. What is that? So that's their open world. Uh, like it's basically it's a spinoff game, quote unquote, but it is what a lot of people have wanted from uh, from Pokemon for a long, long time. It's basically Breath of the Wild mixed with Pokemon. Is I mean, kind of what they're. Is this they're not gonna? At. I mean, that sounds like. I mean, that's what I've been wanting. Yeah, that sounds like that's going to become like that can become the mainline game. I mean, I potentially, I mean, potentially, if it's if it does well enough, but um, yeah, the, so I mean, far they just think it's going to be good. Be... You know, like why would everyone not buy this? That's a good question, Chris. I don't and know. why would they not just make this a a, a a main Pokemon game? I mean, that's it. It really legitimately looks like the Pokemon game that I've been looking for. Maybe maybe it's not like quite as open because you know, like Breath of the Wild, you can literally just go do the boss immediately. You know. Yeah. Um, but it looks a little bit more um tunneled than that where it's like okay this is big huge open world but then like oh now we opened up the map even further maybe maybe i guess uh red dead redemption or something like that is more of a more of a a apt comparison where like you have to Mm. do some activity and expand you know what you can access so um but yeah like it's uh it 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 looks basically the where i've been wanting the main series to kind of go and uh thought they might be getting there with uh sword and shield but yeah i don't know i am i'm excited for these games so yeah it looks great uh life is strange remastered collection comes out february 1st dying light 2 stay human cloud edition february 4th dynasty warriors 9 empire february 15th monarch february 22nd evil dead the game uh later on in february um and then triangle strategy March 4th. Nice. Triangle Strategy is another name for a game that is like the worst name ever. (laughs) Um, All right. So for Xbox, Life is Strange Remastered Collection coming January 2nd. Rainbow Six Extraction January 20th. Life is Strange Remastered Collection February 1st. Again, that might, that must be like for the whole gen, next gen. Those different release dates. Yeah. Uh, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, February 4th. Dynasty Warriors 9, Empire, February 15th. King of Fighters 15, February 17th. Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, February 22nd. Elden Ring, February 25th. Evil Dead the Game, February uh, later on, sometime in February. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, March 18th. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, March 25th. Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, sometime in March. And then Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, in, on April twenty eighth, is that a is that is Stalker two a um, exclusive? I don't know if it's an exclusive. It might be a launch exclusive. It hasn't exclusive. been on these other lists, has it? It hasn't I been on anything else. Yet. Yeah, you're right. It hasn't been on anything else. That's the only thing on Xbox in the spring that I'm like. That's the only thing that seems like it, it might be an exclusive. Sure, and it, like that's exclusive. That's honestly the only thing on that list where I'm like, oh man, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and I guess like you think about they've had an incredible fall, like between Forza, totally. and and now Halo, and like they, yeah, it's it's an incredible. Psychonauts came out earlier, and they've had an incredible back half of this year, and then it looks like. So Sony with Horizon is going to be like, you know, the spring situation. So, yeah, I mean, Sony, Sony with Horizon and then um, Pokemon on uh, on Switch. That's right. That's right. 
So yeah, it's like it's just kind of like trades off. Where I think like Nintendo has had like an okay fall. Sony has had like nothing this fall. It seems like um, like as far as exclusives go, um, they've had a lot of good third party stuff. Obviously, but everybody kind of gets the third party stuff. So yeah, there's some funny stuff here on uh, for PC. Uh, Life is Strange remastered, remastered collection. Again, it's on here twice, so it's either coming <laughs> January second or February first. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, is it the um, first half of it? Like, is it an episodic maybe. thing? I don't, I don't know. Where it's like, oh, the first uh, half and the second half. Monster Hunter Rise, January twelfth. God of War. Yeah. January fourteenth. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow PC. Six Extraction, January twentieth. Life is Strange Remaster Collection, February first. Dying Light Tuesday, Human, February fourth. Sifu, February eighth. Dynasty Warriors Nine Empire, February fifteenth. King of Fighters fifteen, February seventeenth. Total War Warhammer three, February seventeenth. Destiny Two: The Witch King, Queen, February twenty second. Monarch, February twenty second. Elden Ring, February twenty fifth. Evil Dead: The Game, February. Uh, sometime and then oh it's on it's on a uh, soccer two heart of chernobyl mm. april 28th it's on pc as well yeah pretty much uh, every microsoft game is on is on pc too so yeah. interesting like it's interesting that that's not going to playstation 2 i guess it is like some sort of a timed window exclusive or maybe it's just a uh just an exclusive um god of war coming to pc is awesome if anybody hasn't played that game that is the best action game that i have played in my life <laughs> Like it is, it is so good, dude. And so if, if anybody out there who has a PC like that would run it and hasn't played it like that, get it, play it. It's, you will not regret it. It is so good. Um, it's also interesting that that game, just similar to the way that they've released other PC games, um, like our PlayStation studios games to PC, it's basically releasing it now. And then the sequel is going to come out for PlayStation five, probably in the fall or, you know, later in the year. So. Mm-hmm. Getting more fans on board for the sequel. All right, that's pretty much everything that's coming out uh, in the next few months uh, for games. So, uh, if you know, if there's anything in there you want to, I mean, I, I'm definitely like marking my, um, I think my top are um, Halo Infinite, yeah, um, and Pokemon, and then um, uh, the the PlayStation game, uh, Horizon, uh, Horizon, yeah. Oh, dude. So, uh, I, like, those are the big three. I would say uh, the gunk I'm excited about, like, but that's like an indie kind of a game. Um, and so, you know, we'll see how that one shapes out. But it's it's on Game Pass, so I'm going to try it out. So that's the next one on my list. Just looks super fun. All right, John. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another episode. And we'll talk about something. When are the Game Awards? Ah, I think that is coming up really soon. That- it might be next week. Next week also, uh, Halo comes out on Wednesday. Maybe maybe I'll like we'll have a, a quick like preview of it or something like that. The, the yeah, campaign. like for, first uh, first thoughts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The only bummer about that campaign is that they're like it doesn't have co-op for the campaign until next year sometime. So anyway, so gonna have to dive into it solo for uh, first. So. Hmm. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250 and johnwright777 and at stayontargetpod please go to your podcast service of choice review us tell your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay Stay on on target. target